Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Hey, Bachelor Nation. Happy Wednesday. Happy return of Rachel Lindsay's season. Um, I'm Sarah, co-host of Trust the Bachelor Process. Hi. <laughs> uh, and I'm Alex, uh, other co-host. Uh, Hi. We're just going to preface <laughs> We're just going to preface this podcast by saying Sarah and I are sharing a mic because I didn't think to ask for another cable wire. So that's on me, but we're going to get through it and we're excited. Um, this week we have an amazing guest. We are so excited. Uh, she is one third of the comedy trio Fresh Hell, and you can catch her on Herald Night Monday nights at UCB. Emily Durrett. Yay! Hi. Emily. Oh, yay. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we are so excited to have you. Um, before we get into some housekeeping, why don't you just give us a little brief rundown on your um, relationship with the Bachelor franchise? Okay, I would love to. Um, I I have not been like a Bachelor diehard uh, for my whole life. Like when it, I, it's definitely one of those things that I've like watched, but not really so much like when it first started I think I watched like the first Bachelorette season Trisha and Ryan right that those Mm -hmm. are their names I'm pretty sure I they're still together I know they're the they're a true true love story um uh, so I I then I stopped watching for a while and uh picked back up when I was in college I would be what I watched with my roommates and the seasons I watched in college were um I watched when Jake the pilot. Oh my god, he was the worst. He bachelor was a terrible ever. bachelor, Jake a Delta. terrible person. Who wanted to be with that guy? Oh my god, I couldn't well, believe Jake it. Jake or Ben Flan? Not not Ben Higgins. Ben Flanick is it? Those were the two worst bachelors ever. Worst ever. Yeah, he was he was a terrible person, and, and they hated him. Um, so unlikable, so unlikable to and we be. Vienna, which is like the worst. I know. I, I honestly, I feel bad win. for her. I feel bad for her. Wow, that's how I know. Bad. Wait, that's how bad he was. He was a bad man. Can I actually just say something really quick? Because I was talking about Jake and Vienna today because one of my coworkers, um, he, uh, one of her like really close friends was on the covered cover of a tabloid because it was like when uh, Vienna and Jake were breaking up and there were all these rumors that she was cheating and they like posted a picture together and they were just friends and like his face was everywhere as the guy. Oh my God. That's so fun. <laughs> so, so fun to be caught up in a scandal. Sorry, continue. Um, no, it's quite all right. Uh, and then I watched the season where Allie was the bachelor and she picked Roberto. Oh, Roberto. One of my favorites. Oh, God, it was so good. So I was really good. sad when they broke up. I liked yeah. that couple. Um, that was a disappointment. She wanted to be with Frank. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm, yeah. Frank would have won. Mm-hmm. He definitely oh. would have. He's the one that left yeah. her final three. Her wow, husband, you think he would have won? Her husband is a clone of <gasps> Oh, I have to look it up. You I forgot to she got remarried. Or she married to somebody yeah, else. They never got married, married to her and Roberta, right? They just were engaged. Right, yeah. She's, I don't know if she's married to this guy. They've got a baby together, and they're like life partners. Life partners. The same. Whoa. Clone. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, so are you still... So okay. since then? So since then, I kind of stopped... I, so like I moved 
to LA and like kind of stopped watching. And then like UCB people are really into the Bachelor Bachelorette. And so I, I was like, I thought about watching, but then my sister, who is a major tomboy, has like never been into this kind of stuff, started watching it and got me hooked back on the Bachelor Bachelorette. And I started watching with her. What was uh, during JoJo season? That's so recent when jo- I picked it back jo. up. Um, I didn't see Ben Higgins. I didn't see Ben Higgins. I know I'm missing a lot of like really crucial Bachelor like history stuff with that chunk that I missed in the middle. But that, that's okay. Did you do you like um, follow? Like, do you know any of those people like from that? world I mean I know some names I know the uh the you know most famous villains names yeah, and things yes, like perfect. that I've heard the the anecdotes but um yeah I'm really and I also this is gonna be awful I've never watched Bachelor in Paradise no which that's is something we're that's gonna not about, awful sure. it's not awful so I'm just like I'm like only familiar with like mainstream Bachelor Bachelorette season stuff that's great because that's what we're here to discuss oh, anyway great. it's not it's not weird that you wouldn't watch Paradise Paradise I is feel like, like I need weird to, though well <sighs> all right I guess we should get <laughs> let's just dive right into housekeeping um so L as many of you know, um, there was the whole scandal. Alex and I talked about it last week. And as of today, like literally a few hours ago, um, they investigators said that they were done. They found no evidence of misconduct. They're not going to share tapes with the public, which I think is fine and normal to not Be, do that. Yeah, it probably features people having sex anyway. Exactly. Or at least like... Yeah, of course. I don't think that they would have been able to show that had it right had there been no complaints filed. I mean, if you're having sex out in the open, it would just have to be like a big like black square <laughs> covering up two people in a pool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and they are resuming filming. I don't, I, I don't think that they clarified this, but I do think that it it is still going to premiere in August. But I don't think there were confirmations of that the premiere date. Uh. I would assume that they're going to film in August. Um, it would be a huge loss for ABC to even miss out on a week of original programming in the summer. So I would imagine. Yeah, they'll um, do everything they can to get it up. Yeah. And so much has happened. I guess what I'm curious about is how are they going to handle what happened? Are they going to pick it up where it left off? Are they going to pretend? A lot of questions. And didn't they? They flew them all home, didn't they? And so now they're, they're going to bring them all back. It just feels like. I, I didn't tr- I wouldn't have trusted the Bachelor franchise to have handled a situation like this well, but it mm-hmm. feels like it was so much attention and so much insanity surrounding. The- like, I don't understand why they couldn't have quietly, like discreetly looked into this issue. Like it was all over. Ev- they put pictures of people in the airports like it was just so much. I find it very upsetting. Well, yes. And that's like, that is the craziest thing about this all is they were like, it, it was this huge deal. I mean, it blew up. Everyone was covering it. And then they were like, it's going to be this really long investigation. Don't expect it to come back exactly a week later. It's yeah. like all cleared up. And it's like back to filming. And you're right. People are going to have so many questions. And like, it feels, I, I mean, ultimately, like I, I want, like, I wanted to watch this season, but like now I feel weird and mm-hmm. it's, it. I don't know if I should say this, but they probably just shouldn't have brought it back at all. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see how we feel in August when it comes on. But I mean, from a moral standpoint, it really makes me uncomfortable. And what I'm worried about, and I'm curious about your thoughts too, uh, has what happened or what's transpired sort of, um, I guess, skewed how you've viewed the show this week? You know... Honestly, not as much as the all the Lee stuff, which I know you guys talked about on your last episode. That mm-hmm. has really affected the way that I'm watching the show. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it's any coincidence that uh, the first Black Bachelorette, the first time we've had this many people of color ever on a show, that there are all these issues coming out. There's this really racist guy on the show, which I think was probably very intentional on the part of ABC. 100%. Um, and... You know, oh, this like Bachelor in Paradise thing is so awful for so many reasons because on the one hand, uh, you do have to be like uh, sober enough to consent. That's a real issue. Um, so like, I don't know what happened there, but that feels really tricky territory. Mm-hmm. And like, there's another component of we had one of the first black contestants accused of rape and that's really tough and it it just and then to just be like oh it's fine nothing happened we're just shooting again it's like wait yeah. but did we deal with this like there are so many layers right and it's bad for so many reasons I don't know right we haven't like emotionally dealt with what has happened and Bachelor has been through there was a guy who died one season not while he was filming but he oh right but it was yeah. like before the show aired but after filming right so it was yes it was exactly it was in between him getting eliminated so but they were they were still filming the show when he had passed away Andy's season Andy's season yeah. I've heard that's a good one yeah I mean, if you ever find yourself with some free time. Uh. Well, the the I will say uh, the best thing about Andy's season is that she from Andy's season came the Chris Souls Bachelor, which like sparked this whole Bachelor Nation movement was the people on his uh, season. Yes, 100 uh, percent. But they actually ended up handling his death in a really classy way. Um and I don't know what kind of message it sends, the fact that they're resuming filming. Uh, right. It just sort of makes me feel a little bit weird. And whatever way you look at it, whatever way you slice it, it's uncomfortable for somebody. Right. Um, I also... there. This is a situation where both people were possibly too drunk to consent. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I and in an that, insane situation where they're probably not being taken care of. I mean, I think the producer probably absolutely did the right thing by reporting potential misconduct because that's her job to do so. Right. And it just got so blown up. No, I totally agree. I like I've been saying all day, I feel like these like two contestants were both victims of this greater thing. And it's like people are like, why would the why would a producer even like flag this? Like what? Like it's they're saying there's no misconduct. Why was it such a big deal? And it's just like I mean, this was someone who was at a time concerned and like, that's what you do. And, you know, they t- all these contestants always talk about how the producers are like their best friends. They're so there for them. And it's like if your best friend is seeing you in trouble or what they assume is in trouble, like, yeah, then they should speak up. Yes. I mean, and this I, a friend of mine knows the producer, uh, Vaguely, they, they like had on been the friends. Uh, I know. Oh, big them. They're like not close, but f- familiar, friendly. Cool. Um, and yeah, the the producer is really good friends with Corinne. It was like her job to look out for Corinne, and that's 
the idea that you shouldn't even say something unless you're entire like no you if you think something bad is going on you speak up about it because what if it it like there's so much shame surrounding like women speaking up about anything that is just like oh it's very it's very gross I maybe you can uh, confirm this. Uh, I heard that that producer was relatively new to the Bachelor franchise, so, so yeah. it's maybe this is something that has gone on for years. And so right, she was the first one to be like, "Uh, no, this is not this okay. Is pretty screwed up." Right, it like could have been her first paradise, and like basically in paradise, uh, the rules are so much more lenient mm-hmm. that. Um, and I wouldn't say that people aren't looking out for you as much, but you're just not on like as strict like timelines and schedules as you and are like on the separated Bachelor. from. The, yeah. So yes, and like uh, contestants have come out and talked about how like it's so much easier in Paradise to like take your mic off and go away, or like they know where the cameras are, so they cover right. them up or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so yes, this was probably this producer's first. Uh, paradise season um and then to like witness all of these people just like so drunk and like everything going haywire she probably felt kind of gross yeah and <laughs> about it's televised it. like let alone you're making these bad decisions but you're doing it on tv and if you're not aware that you're doing it a friend looking out for you like yeah I don't know I also do think that this is like a paradise season where we've seen these contestants like really hit the bottle beforehand like people like I know Evan came out Evan and Carly just got married this past week in Mexico where they met and like I know like he spoke out about what a special place it is and I was like yes but like on this like I get it you guys like you fell in love that has like deep meaning to you but you guys were also some of the more I don't want to say like level-headed but like conservative contestants um that weren't necessarily like constantly wasted on your seasons or like a mess or anything like that right these are not the Chad and Laces um but I mean that doesn't matter (laughs) nobody deserves any any Mm -hmm. wrongdoing towards them um also something that's sort of interesting the the tides have changed on consent. Yeah. The laws are different now. Um, and I think Bachelor in Paradise needs to just adjust to them. And I think everyone needs to have enough confidence in themselves to have sex sober. Wow. Yay. Yay. Okay, should we talk about Leah's racist tweet? <laughs> oh, my Did God. Did you see it? Lee? Leah's. Wait, who's Leah? Okay, so Leah is from Ben season. And it would make sense that you wouldn't know much about her because she, like, wasn't a major player. She was, like, kind of lame and, like, people didn't really like her. So she, (laughs) I don't know, maybe people liked her. Who cares? She sucks. Because (laughs) she tweeted last night um, during... Rachel's season uh, or episode, excuse me, saying um, my friend that I'm watching with just walked in and said, what are you watching? Is this love and hip hop? LOL. I'm dying. Um, And it was like Rachel tweeted back at her and was like, um, it sounds like maybe she should meet Lee. Like can, you guys would have a lot in common and it was awesome. And like all these contestants, oh, like good. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait yeah. to get Rachel. And she 
insight on the Lee stuff. Yes. Oh, I'm dying for it. And then she was even like the girl Leah like came back and was like, oh my God. So because my friend said something, now I'm the racist. Like you tweeted I it. was just repeating words. And like she's trying all these things to defend herself. And Rachel literally just writes back. She's like, nope, you're just not funny. Like it was awesome. Ugh. She was having none of it. Rachel's amazing. Uh, Leah deleted her Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. As did Lee. Both Leah and Lee deleted their Twitter. <laughs> um, Should have done it before. All right. So uh, why don't we get into it? Actually, there's just one more thing we have to talk about. Uh, huge Bachelor Nation news. Uh, kind of an inside thing. Not many people know about it. Um, I found Vanessa on the streets of Los Angeles and followed her into a CVS and forced her to talk to me. <laughs> you talked to her? What'd you say? Okay, so here's... I'll try to give, like, the brief rundown of everything. So I'm... I was at work. I was on my lunch break at work downtown and I saw this woman and I was... I looked at her and we walked past each other and I was like, that was Vanessa. Oh my God, that was Vanessa. Then I was like, no, this is stupid. Like, why would she be downtown? They don't live downtown. And then I was like, I'm going to go check. So I turn around and I see that woman like walk into this pokey place. And so I, I walk up to the pokey place and I like put my face against the window <laughs> and I'm like looking in and it's still the back of her head. And I was like, this is pointless because I would have to hear her voice to confirm it. So I'm like, whatever. So I walk away. I'm like, it's not her. This is I'm being stupid. And I like as I walked away, I was like, I'm just going to check our Instagram. Maybe she posted something today that like it was in the outfit that that girl was wearing. So I look at her Instagram and in that moment, she Instagram storied her Pokeball. That is such a smart (laughs) move. You have got to check someone's Instagram. I was like, oh my God, it was her. I call Mm -hmm. Alex and I'm like, Alex, it was her. What do I do? What do I do? Like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And we were just like, oh man, missed opportunity. In that moment, I'm standing outside a CVS. Vanessa walks into the CVS and I was like Alex she's here she's here and basically Alex just goes you know what you have to do and so (laughs) I walk in and I I like grab batteries (laughs) and so I was like I need to look like I'm buying something um so I grab batteries and I listen to her talking to like a sales associate and like tell her what aisle she can like find her product in so I listen I'm like okay that's what aisle she's in I give it a few seconds and then I walk to the aisle and she's alone and I literally like peeked behind it and was like hi and her her eyes were huge like she was like who is this? And I was, I like put my hands up. I was like, I just want to say I am a huge fan and I walked past you and I just, I knew I would regret it if I didn't say something. And she was like, oh, you were so sweet. What's your name? And I was like, I'm Sarah. And she shook my hand. She's like, I'm Vanessa. And I was like, no shit. And I was like, I love you and Nick. Like, I, oh. I just wanted to say hi. And I hope you have a nice day. And she like scratches her forehead and I see the massive ring. And <laughs> which she definitely did on oh. purpose. But she, oh, was, yeah. she was like, you're so sweet. I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much. Like, she was really, really nice. Oh, I love that. And you I- think they're happy? I, you know, I do think that they're I happy. So. Um, her, uh, here, Alex. Yeah. Uh, I, I 
I found it sort of refreshing after the final rose. Sort that they of were really real. That they were real and actually talked about real problems. Yeah. Um, because I can't imagine that it would be easy. Oh, my God. It would be the worst thing. Watching in the world. him. Because it's one thing to have to go through. It's one another thing to be happily engaged and then watch him make out with all of these women. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. she even said he sympathized a lot with Rachel, who apparently is rumored she's rumored to be at odds with. Um, I would imagine that that experience would be really, really difficult. And I just kind yeah. of found their honesty refreshing. Yeah. yeah. I think that they're into each other at the very I hope least. So. I hope so. I think what's actually really like the most important uh, that you don't see a lot in the bachelor history is that these are two people that I think kind of wanted the same thing. Like I Mm. think, you know, Vanessa like has been in television before. She's an actress. Like she has her IMDb page. Yeah. I feel so betrayed. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say that she's not a wonderful teacher. Her charity actually launched this week. She's doing like her first fundraiser for it, which is great. But I do think that these are people, both her and Nick, that like the spotlight. And that's not a bad thing. I just think that they like it. Nick wasn't ready to give it up. I think Vanessa was excited to kind of be more in it. And like they're using their platforms to do good things. So that's great. So yeah, I'm happy for them. Me too. (laughs) Me three. Uh, Were you uncomfortable by their after the final rose? Um, It just was very rough. It just was very rough. But you're right. I mean, it's like that would be the worst. And any real I I am always really glad when on this show there are people who talk like normal people because Mm -hmm. it's rare. But whenever it happens, you remember, yeah, these are just people and is a weird situation and they're on TV and they know it and they all want to be on TV. And like, that's fine. You wouldn't go on The Bachelor if you didn't want to be on TV. Right. We're starting a movement to retire the right reasons. Thank Grace. you. I wrote a note about when it one time when it was almost said and wasn't said in this episode. And I was like, thank you. Because because you all want to be on TV. That's fine. Get over that. Like it's. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was rough seeing how like tough that was for them. But ultimately, yeah, I do. Ho- I do hope they're happy. And I, you know. I, th- I, th- I wanted to work out for them. She looked happy. She Good. looked happy. And Good. she fits in great in LA. She's so beautiful. I think that oh, what yeah. made me stop in my tracks was I was like, look at this amazing woman. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, that's Vanessa. I'm honestly, I, I know I did feel betrayed, but I am happy to know that she's an actress because it is like, oh, that does, that makes sense. Yeah, you you are more compatible because he's just like this like, permanent bachelor guy like that's like he's made what the past four years of his life just being on the bachelor television show um and no shame uh that's great for him and that makes sense yeah like what is he gonna do with a girl who craves a nine-to-five and normalcy no in Canada no way I I mean he wants to be on tv and be like a model he's a model now right he was like a computer guy. Now he's a model or something. Yeah, I think he's a model now. Or at least he's trying to be. Oh, God. <laughs> Good for you, Nick. See you around on Franklin Avenue. Yay. Point. That would be great. Definitely will. Um, okay, so let's start off with this episode. A um, lot of highs, a lot of lows. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of lows. Um, so we start off, uh, it's been two weeks. Uh, I had to refresh. I was like, wait, what happened the last time? I know. Uh, I was very mad about the week off. I never like a week off. It I makes know. me very upset. I felt like it was so long since oh. we had seen any. Like, I forgot who half of them were. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> Not- one guy whose name, I wrote Frosted Tips. What's his name? Brady? 
Brady, yeah. thank you. I mean, he's gone now, but yeah. I couldn't remember not, his name. Not to mention every episode, I think that they cast somebody new because there's <laughs> always somebody where I'm like, I've never seen yeah. your face. Yes, it's a lot. Uh, this week it was Matt. Uh, yeah, Matt surprises me every time. I always Wait. write down Matt with a question mark. He's kind of bald. Oh, he was the penguin. Yeah, he yeah. Was the penguin. What's he still doing there? Oh, yeah, gosh, crazy. I don't know. He he speaks very properly. I mean, we'll get to that later. But I was like, wow, you speak like in conjunct sentences. I might need to. I might. I whatever. Um, so so yeah, it's like taking a week off from running. I had to. I yeah. had to like do a deep dive before I got into this one mm-hmm. episode. You would really have to stretch. So Eric is still mad because uh, Lee and Iggy instigated this whole uh, situation. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he like Iggy was like, Iggy was, I think, the real perpetrator. Oh my I God, mean, I hate Iggy. Can we just get out with it? That guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Iggy is, yes. he's like, Lee plants the seed in Iggy's brain and then Iggy moves the engine. Yes. Lee is a racist piece of garbage. Uh, as he was, he was called a snake many times in this yes. episode. Lee's the worst. He's a shitty, shitty, terrible person. But Iggy is dumb and stupid and annoying and awful. Iggy is like, he just reminds me of kind of like the sidekick. Like, yes. I don't know, like someone who pro- who feels like he like hasn't gotten like the spotlight in his life enough. So he like latches on to these really big personalities and just like, like is so agreeable with them. Mm -hmm. And then like Alex said, does their dirty work. Oh yeah. He really, there was something in his bio. I don't remember what it was now, but I remember really, really not liking him from his bio. So I was annoyed when he made it as far as he has. And now I can't even remember what it was, but I don't like Iggy. Iggy to me is a guy who goes home on night one. Like, Yes. There's just nothing. Why is he still there? He has no personality. He's Zero. like, I don't understand. He he doesn't even have like a funny shtick. Like, he's not fun. Like the, he's zero the fun. Puppet. Like, <laughs> Adam is someone who's like super boring and it's like, who is he? But at, but he at least he has AJ. <laughs> God, I love I AJ. Know, you have to overcompensate. When you got nothing, you got to do you fun. Go like for Matt, it. for instance. We were like, well, what is Matt? What is Matt? We latched onto the penguin thing. At least. Um, so yeah, Iggy has nothing. He calls Rachel sweetie. Which oh, I makes wrote that down. So oh, I annoyed. Hate. He's so. Oh my god, calling her sweetie is disgusting. And the the way he's like, oh, I'm just really protective of her. It's like, hey, Ugh. fuck you, dude. She doesn't need protection. She doesn't need like, you. Also, you fine. barely know her. Get the hell out of here. That's like that's Ugh. actually something that I mean, he do, he's the worst of it. But that is something a lot of these guys do. That it's is, like a sneaky, kind subtle of annoying. misogyny that yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, just note to guys, we don't need you protecting Mm-mm, us. Don't say Unless that. I am walking back from my car because that can be scary sometimes. Absolutely. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Or for me, like, uh, if there's, like, a spider around. I don't want to get those. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, gender is complicated. Complicated. I'm fine with, like, a strong woman getting that spider. Right. right. <laughs> I'm just as happy walking back from my car with a woman. You, it's this is really about strength and numbers, but we're right. <laughs> strength and numbers, yes, yes, yes. And people have different skill sets, different sure, strengths. Sure, sure, sure. But the idea of like, yeah, I'm oh, I'm looking out for you. It it implies that you can't do it for yourself, and it totally. is gross. And I really, I really, really hate Iggy. He, I might hate him more than Lee, just because I don't. Lee is just like so disgusting that he's like not even a real person to me. He's just like you're everything that's wrong with um everything. Iggy is just like right. 
I he's very annoying. Well, Iggy, he's not worse than Leah. Thing, take it back, but he sucks. <laughs> well, I think the thing that's annoying about Iggy, though Rachel has not seen the evil side of Lee, I think that the thing that's annoying about Iggy is that he plays the facade of the nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's when he's just not a nice guy. No, he sucks. Uh, okay, so the drama started tonight. Um, uh, it wrapped up with Eric quite quickly, but it started tonight because Kenny decided to talk to Rachel. Oh, my God. Um, and they were having, like, a really... I mean, I was actually, like, listening. It was kind of off ca- camera. Like, they were barely I was trying to mic. pay attention to their conversation, too. Same. It was, like, something that normal people talk about. He was like, yeah, you know, like, I've had... I think it was... I think it was, like, related to his daughter. Like, I haven't been able to, like, really travel a lot. And so, like, this is something that I, like, w- want to do more. And I was like, oh, this this would be, like, great date convo. <laughs> Yeah, it was like very nice and seemed like they were both into it. Uh, so Lee decided to interrupt. Um, uh, I don't even know what to say. He said he made something like I can wait 16 seconds. And then she laughed. And then he's like, I like hearing her laugh. Oh, and then God. they go and they talk for 16 seconds. Lee's off camera or Lee's on camera looking at the camera, counting on his fingers. Here's what I think about this episode and, and kind of last episode. I think Lee decided... I'm going to be the bad guy and I'm going to love it. And that's going to be my thing. And it's like he became a what a bad, bad writer would write a villain to be like that counting thing and smiling and like shaking his drink. He was like, it felt so manufactured. He mm-hmm. was just like, I'm going to be the bad guy. Right. He was even like in his ITMs where was like, I like, I love watching people get upset and I made them that way. Yeah, it like, it's like oh, you're, you're playing a part and yeah. it is, it's so false and you, we all know you're a racist. I mean, the thing is, like, we can't not know he's a racist now, right? Like, well, at this point, it's out there. It's, I mean, and so everything, it, but I mean, it'd be obvious, I think, anyway, and the men in the house know it. They're like, hey, I, we're probably going to get to it, but like, we are. big, big shiny stars to Dean all across the board i like dean i love dean i I, wow because i was just like he's gonna really have to turn it around for me to like him because i didn't like what he said on after the final rose no no i hated that my goodness i was feeling things i've never felt before start to finish start to finish dean had an amazing episode he had a great episode i love him so much i do think that the thing after the final rose no it was not good it was not a great way to start the season this is a 25 year old guy who's like been through some shit a little sweetie cutie and he like i really think someone like prompted him to say that on after the final rose I think they were like this is the one that we're gonna get to say it luckily Rachel knows how the show works that she wasn't really affected by it and she's like told him time and time again like I I liked it because I like confident men so that was helpful but I I I will say that like right in one of the first shots of this episode Dean and Brady were just like casually on the couch like talking to each other and I was like these are two wait like they're too attractive to be in one shot together <laughs> very beautiful did you notice when we first cut to frosted tips now I know as Brady he had a tiny hand he was scratching his head with a tiny hand oh no I didn't it even was, notice that. I it was wait, so like, strange like his one of those ones, hand no, is tiny like oh. one of those ones like like I'm like one of those old school back scratchers oh, oh my god like, had one of those he, like, had a little tiny hand and he was like scratching his head it was so weird and then they talked about 
quirks for like they kept saying the word quirk for like a full minute. I loved that. I oh. seriously thought you meant like his hand his hand is, is really tight. small. Normal size hands. And I was like, God, is his face is that hot? I never noticed. I didn't even notice his tiny hand. He is a beautiful man. Um, he is. He, yeah, Brady is gorgeous. They were so beautiful on the couch together. Um, but yeah, Brady saying that he had weird quirks was a euphemism for saying that he was racist. Because Dean, so what Dean we're saying is that Dean straight up says it. Dean picks up. Dean is very astute. He picks up on it. He's just like, listen. Yes, Lee's an instigator, but he's very targeted in who he stirs the pot with. And they're like, what do you mean? And Dean's like, you know exactly what I mean. And in that moment, Dean became president. <laughs> he was amazing. And he only soared from there. But oh, do you know who became vice president? <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> when he was saying all of this and they were talking about like, corks, corks. Jack Stone literally uh, not in the conversation like was just sitting on the couch like like listening to them and he just comes in and he's like he literally just leans over and he's like yeah Corks can I just tell you I'm so mad we didn't get a Jack Stone one-on-one in this episode and I cannot wait for a Jack Stone one-on-one because who is Jack Stone who knows that is like but like that to me is like like Jack Stone is this like it's like a it's like a James Bond name like who is is James Bond and we're like who is Jack Stone but like he's just like this goofy weird he is really weird (laughs) yes he is really weird all of his teeth look like one tooth And he is so weird, but I'm he's really growing on me. And I honestly can't wait to find out what his deal is. I'm I think, so glad he gets a one on one. I, I can't think wait. he's so earnest. I, I really he's think all so. sweet. Like and he's really a lo- sweet. He's a lawyer. So he's got he's got shit going on in Ugh. his own life. I think Jack Stone is a sleeper hit. I hope yeah. he makes it very far. I hope we see a lot of Jack Stone. Um, so in, in process, uh, Kenny has a confrontation with Lee because he thinks that Lee used their friendship as he took advantage of their friendship as a way of spending more time with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the worst part about this conversation was Kenny was trying to, he took a pause to kind of formulate uh, the words that he wanted to say in a way that was not offensive. It was very patient and the, very much the adult thing to do. And Lee knew exactly what he was doing. And he said, get to it. And that set Kenny off. It was awful. On a bit of a tirade. So at, and he was at every turn. Lee just had something to say, something snarky. And that ended up setting him off. So while Rachel's talking to Bryce, she can overhear Kenny screaming at Lee in the next room. Yeah. Also, not sad to see Bryce go. Ugh. What a weirdo. Yeah, we're not, we are not Bryce supporters. Not a Bryce fan. Hit. He's the one that, um, yep. oh God, you explain it. You know the situation more. He his was bio? Like, he, no, but oh, oh, talk about his bio. I don't even. Oh, he's the one who's like, what's your worst fear on a date? And he said uh, that my date actually ends up being a man. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. Terrible. God. So Terrible. He also on like the last episode, um, I think it was the last, God, it was, feels like four months ago. Um, but he, uh, he was like Eric's like BFF in the house and then like right, in later the bus. threw him under the bus. Yeah. So that was like a reason. Yeah, he he sucks. Like yeah. Um, so this is all going on and Rachel, Rachel's starting to get anxious about it. Um, 
Okay, so this sort of like sets off like a couple conversations that she had with Brian and Peter and a few other guys in the house. And they're like, listen, I know that there's other drama going in the going on in the house, but I just want to let you know, like, I'm not here. About, I'm not here to talk about drama, which I get the purpose of it. But just the mere idea of you bringing it up, it's not a distraction. You're just br- drawing more attention mm-hmm. to the drama. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Brian? I don't like him. Okay. Yeah, we don't either. I don't like him. I've oh, she, I think he's a little creepy. He yeah, 100%. He did a, end up apologizing via Twitter cuz he called Rachel sloppy seconds on Ellen. Right. That was bad. Right. It was really bad. He ended up apologizing and was like we were so nervous that we took shots before. Sure. So I'm sure that I'm was an awful happy experience. Happy that yeah. he recognized it, but yeah, I, he's also creepy because in this episode, he was someone that was like lurking in the shadows. I, I've never trying liked him. to like get her attention. And as like other guys were talking to Rachel, he was like standing in the dark and then just like appeared through. I the honestly dark. can't believe she likes him so much because every interaction she has with him, and I wrote down like he he just feels so like cheesy yeah. and everything he says is a line and it just feels like Oh, the weak in the knees bit. Oh, my God. And like uh, when he's I wrote this down. He was talking about her in his like interview. And like, I mean, Rachel's just like, great. She's like amazing. She's smart. Uh, And he says, personality wise, amazing. Like that means (laughs) nothing like you. you, I just feel like he's I don't like him at all. There's nothing worse than when they're like, why do you love this person? And they're like, great personality. <laughs> like, shut up. What does that mean? Everyone has a personality. Like, it's like calling somebody nice. Like, it's just yeah. so nondescript. Um, really fun thing that leaked this past week. Brian was on a reality show back in the early 2000s <gasps> called The Players. <laughs> you got to check out the trailer. I like. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! It like took place in Miami, and it was just like, which one of these like eligible guys is the ultimate player? Was this MTV? I I feel like it was, it was MTV or some like low rent okay. like cable network. Maybe Spike. But he had yeah. yeah, probably Spike. But the music is like smooth, so smooth. It's like do 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 do, and he's got this like really long hair, <gasps> and he's like. He's like mugging at the camera. Oh boy. I encourage all of you guys to look it up. Brian with a Y, the players. It'll come up immediately on YouTube. It's gone viral. Um, okay, so Rachel has a bit of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she is so special and like just such a gem. And before we get into all of it, I just want to say the worst part of all of this is in the middle of her breakdown. Um, Chris Harrison takes the moment to oh assert God. his power over the franchise. I can do whatever. <laughs> I can do anything. Just tell his me exact, what you want. His exact words. What do you need? I can facilitate anything. <laughs> I was like, you're not God. Like, sh- <laughs> I'm so over Chris Harrison. I think I think the actual Bachelor franchise is too because they <laughs> cut to Rachel giving him a death glare. <laughs> they also like completely took him out of um, Nick's season. Like, he wasn't there. He was occasionally popping in, but he was barely there. And apparently he got, like, really pissed about it. So we think that in his contract, he's like, I need to say something powerful and meaningful at least twice every episode. Oh, God. Chris Harrison. I wrote, yeah, I wrote Chris Harrison moment, and that was it. It was him being like, hey, I'll make it happen. 
What a weirdo. I know. Oh, here's also right before that. Oh, two things. Um, Alex's suit. Wow. Oh my God, a purple zebra suit. <laughs> Alex is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so much. He's I so like him so much, not as someone for Rachel to date <laughs> or anyone to date, uh, but as just a human specimen. What a fascinating man. He would have been like the guy in college. Everyone was like, that guy. <laughs> oh, my God. His freaking this purple guy, suit. Alex. Um, and then. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, yes. Dean. Said, and I don't remember who this was about. I think it was about. I don't remember who it was about. But he said he was questioning if he's being honest and here for. He didn't say, I wonder if he's here for the right reasons. He said, I question if he's being honest. I think it was about Lee. And I was like. Thank you for speaking like a human being and just being like, I don't think this guy's honest. Not like, I don't think he's here for the right reasons. Anyway, that happened before the Chris okay, Harrison thing. That I was really the, proud. That's the better way to frame it. Like, are you yeah. an authentic person? Yes. That, Do you have integrity? Are you being like, I don't know. Are you just like a real human being? Yeah. I think that that supersedes the right reasons because it would be creepy if you were to show up and be like, I'm here to find my wife. <laughs> like, it would be nobody responds to that kind of energy. It's too aggro and it's creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I do think that there are two men on this up on this season who are here only to find a way. <laughs> I think Jonathan, oh, poor Jonathan is like pure of heart and yeah, really, really grown on me. Yeah. And like really doesn't understand this whole world. <laughs> yeah. And then Anthony is someone who like probably knows about it. Like knows about the bachelor and all of that. Which one is Anthony? So he had the really boring one-on-one last episode where oh, they, God, the right? horse yeah, shit man, on the he floor. He is very boring. Yeah, but. He's, he's great. And Alex made this observation of like bad TV equals good life partner. I'm sure he's a great, and, and he's yeah, very smart. His whole so, bio was yes, like very impressive. Very smart. Um, Super sweet, but I do think he is actually there um, to find a wife. <laughs> Excuse me for the right reason. for the right reasons. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, Peter said it best uh, in the group date. He was like, he was like, Anthony's like this secret genius. And I was oh, like, that's I know. true because he's very unassuming. Also, Peter's the one who outed Jonathan as being a doctor. It was the yes. first time it was said on the show, and I knew it from. Like think another bachelor podcast. Yeah, yeah. But he's <gasps> Emily. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but he's a freaking doctor, and uh, they labeled him a tickle monster. Yeah. This and poor sweet man on the boat, which we will get to. It, oh, I love the was boat. like the best thing. But they were literally like, "Go tickler." Go I tickler. know. Oh my god. But um, the funniest thing about that whole like Peter being like secret doctor, secret genius is like how much they were freaking out that these guys were going to beat them at a spelling bee. Like, how am I supposed to compete with that? Like also, a doctor? I, like a spelling bee is not a good barometer for intelligence. No. Like it's like, do, uh, I don't know, do like Jeopardy or something. I, don't, I was really bummed by the spelling bee because I just feel like, all right, some people can spell, some people can't. It's not really a thing. Not a thing. We'll get to it. It's another, it's a different skill It's a different skill. Different skill. So, okay. So the rose ceremony, ceremony, excuse me, commences and they have a, uh, they, there's like this weird, plucky western music oh my god it's very strange yes it was so weird i guess because they're just trying to play up the blatant racism that's happening before mm-hmm. our eyes um but she ends up uh picking lee i think the producers made her do it i'm gonna put that out there right now uh, what this is what i want to say because like she clearly knew that there was some racist shit going on which 
prompted her breakdown. When he when when Lee said the aggressive comment to her, she knew exactly what was she knows happening. what's up. She She's not like, dumb. She is not. She doesn't like him. Yeah. I think the producers are like, hey, girl, why don't you keep him around and we'll eviscerate him on a two one one. And I think that's what we're going to see next. Oh, week. we're going to see it. Yeah. Um, But the saddest thing that could have possibly ever happened. Let's just all <laughs> bow our heads in remembrance. Uh, Rachel said goodbye to Diggy this week. We're very distraught about this. Yeah, it's it's ve- I wrote Diggy for Bachelor on my notepad because what a shame. He, the second the second he came on screen in the very first episode, I like knew he was special. He's a like, movie star. Oh, he's a movie star. He's amazing. He's he like doesn't even need to communicate with words. Like he just has the best facial expressions. Mm. He's oh, he's Oh my, it's so devastating. I think he's another Jonathan and Jack Stone. I think he's very pure of heart. I think so too. Oh, I loved, it's always very hard to see what they say when they are walking out, their exit oh, interview. Yes. And they, all, all the time, the contestants end up going, I just thought, like, I guess I'm just a piece of shit is like basically what everyone <laughs> says when they leave. Like, um, it's very hard to watch. I mean, they're drunk, they're tired. It's an intense experience. But every single person always like, I thought I was an okay person, but I guess I'm the worst ever. And he didn't say that. He was like, I, you know, that, this sucks. I'm sad and I get to know her better, but I just hope she finds what she's looking for. And like, you know, I, it was just very nice and good. Yeah. And um, if you like follow him on socials or anything, you'll see that he is really close with a lot of these guys. Like the friendships are the best part of the show. Oh, that's our favorite part. We've always said it. And the best and part. We will say um, not to go back to any hard feelings or anything, but like that was the best part of Bachelor in Paradise was that you were just watching these people like be friends and have fun it's together. And that's because that's what people like. I mean, that's like every Seth Rogen movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like I first of all, being a bachelorette, being the bachelorette, it sounds like my literal nightmare. I can't imagine walking into a house full of 30 men and having them all look at me. I'd be like, I would never. <laughs> but uh, like, wow, wow, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, oh yeah. that like I can't imagine the the friendships. You're going to meet a bunch of friends that you connect with probably more than you connect with this one person. Like that's the yeah. real, you spend so much time with them. Like I wish they would so spend true. more time focusing on that in the show because that's the real thing to me. It's my absolute dream to be on this show and like make it to the final like six and just like have all of these best friends. I don't like I I wouldn't want a one on one. Like Mm-mm. the group dates are what's so fun and like the friendships hanging I, out in the house. Yeah, the, like one of the best moments in all of Bachelor history is I I, I don't think that you saw, it, but like on Chris Soul season, mm-hmm. did you? I, yeah, Chris Soul season. Like the villain gets sent home and it, it was on a two on one date, so she wasn't there. Someone just came in and like picked up her suitcase and left and you like for the first time ever see all of these women like so happy together and they're like popping champagne and they're like hugging and like dancing and I'm like this is what we love and like I really think in that moment Bachelor Nation was formed (laughs) that's when Bachelor Nation became president um okay so um okay so yeah so it Dickie is fine they the, uh, there's a bunch of people that obviously congregate in LA, but there's also a lot in Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. So 
There's a new pussy posse in Chicago. I say pussy posse because that's what the Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey oh Maguire, Lucas Haas crew is called. I don't condone the word, but that's what they are. And it's no, Derek, Iggy, it. Dean, and Alex. And they're all best friends and they hang out every day. Wait, per Derek, Diggy, Dean, and Alex. And Ooh. Iggy. Ugh. Wait, I, I know. Who's Derek? <laughs> He was on JoJo's season and he looked like John Krasinski. All the men on JoJo's season looked the same. That I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know any of them I had are. a hard time watching that season because I didn't know who she was talking to God, or about men. ever. <laughs> okay. Um, we will retire this. We just want to. Yeah. We just love Dig- Diggy so much. Diggy's so. great. So Diggy went home. Bryce went home. Who cares? And, and that was it, and Brady right? and Brady. Oh, and Brady. Who I couldn't remember Brady his name. With the tiny Sweetheart, hand. Sweetheart, <laughs> but tiny hand, tiny hand, frosted tips. Brady uh, went home. Do you guys mind if I just read Diggy's closing statements on Instagram? No, read it. Uh, because I just found them so classy. And then I promise we'll stop talking about him. He's I a just, classy guy. We, we, we just we love him so much. So we want to dedicate a lot of real estate <laughs> on this podcast to him. Yeah. A wild ride came to an end last night on at The Bachelor at ABC. Guys, I'm not that great at reading out loud. (laughs) And I loved every minute of it. I was extremely hesitant about putting myself out there in front of America for Rachel Lindsay, but I don't regret it at all. People ask me, is she really cool in person? Answer, yes, as awesome as they come. I didn't end up with her, but what I did return to Chicago with are experiences and brothers that I'll remember for a lifetime. I just want to thank all the fans for the kind notes, and I hope you guys continue to support the rest of the homies. Thanks to all the people behind the scenes that made this possible. All you guys are awesome. I regret, I regret nothing, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Oh, so, what a guy. That is a class act, and if you guys respect yourselves, and you'll get a good man like Diggy, Ugh, right? That's what we all aspire to. <laughs> he's out there in the world. Uh, okay, so then uh, we're, we go on our first uh, group date or is it the first oh no it's the one-on-one okay no they head to hilton head they head to hilton head and they did a really fun series of shots but also for like maybe the first time ever they didn't show that like the bachelorette announcing it it was like all of a sudden they were just like and we're at hilton head i was like wait how and when yeah they did not they've kind of skipped a couple things like that this like once they didn't Anthony, they didn't announce the date card. It was just like, and there, here's Anthony. Yes, it's like, yeah. That's right. They've really done, weird. that's so weird. It's weird, it's right? tracking, because it's very jarring when you're like, whoa, whoa. There's somewhere Rach, else. Rach, where are you? <laughs> so jarring. <laughs> um, but Jack Stone did the best fist pump off the plane. Did anyone catch oh that? Oh, my God. They were so cute in the airport. Obviously, oh, I my God. That. And all of them on the golf carts. And well, this is the first Rachel time. off the balcony to yeah. no one. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> well, this is also like the first travel, so I think they were just so happy to be out of the mansion. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah, just I like love so when they travel on it. Um, and so then good. yes, we get the best one-on-one oh, with Dean. My God, what a 180! Like I'm in love with Dean. I like, think he's I'm amazing. Oh, uh, sorry. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So um, they go. So uh, he picks her up in a Jeep and she, I guess she directs him. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> she They're directs probably him. honestly following a truck with a camera on it and don't have oh, to make any decisions. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> Another reason I'd like to be on the show, not having to make any decisions <laughs> for <true>. myself. <laughs> 
I know. I'm all for women's empowerment, but I also like people telling me what to do. Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> it can be a woman. She can tell me what to do. Uh, right. Yeah. She can tell me what to do. There we go. Um, so they stop in like a deserted area and Dean's like right here. And she's like, yeah. And um, they are sitting, sipping champagne and a blimp comes by and he's like, oh, a blimp. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly creeps up and he's like, you can see him start to get nervous. Oh, my God. I love it because usually it's like, you've got to know there's something more coming. But it really felt genuine the way he was like, is that going to be for us? <laughs> like he didn't want it at all. He didn't want it. Ugh. He was so terrified. He shared this with Rachel. <laughs> the best part about this is like, I don't think Rachel cared. <laughs> no, she, she in fact was making it worse. She was like, it's crazy how it lands on one wheel. Oh, she no. was like really messing with she him. She was really messing with him. And then when they were like up in it, he was like looking her in the eyes and he was like, I'm terrified. freaking out. And she was like, yeah. Hey, pilot, can I drive? <laughs> she well, By the way, it. can you drive a blimp on champagne? Like that's that seems like it should be some I think she kind had of very law. limited control over what was happening. Honestly. I'd also like to say, uh, <laughs> I think Rachel it was like kind of not drunk, but tipsy this entire season, <laughs> entire season. I've seen, I, maybe like, I'm just paying more attention to it, but I've seen a lot of people being like, are they very drunk right now? Like it feels yeah. like way more obvious. She loves to have fun. Obviously we see it on the boat that we'll get to, but yes, in oh, the, the blimp too. Like she just, she loves, I, I don't think she's drunk. I don't think she's embarrassing herself in any no. way. I think she just is like, this is maybe like the first vacation from work I've had in a long time. And like on Nick's season, like, yes, she was away from work, but like she was like, like you know, so yeah. stressed and you have to be so on all the time. She's like, oh, this is like my first chance to relax in years. That's so true. It was also so cute, but it's also so funny to think about Dean having like a crippling fear about he, blimps. He really, really looked very scared. I felt Truly bad for him at first. Like I, I he looked like he was Turned having a different a color. Time. <laughs> yeah, really tense in uh-huh. that little seat. I know, but you know what? He was such, he was such a trooper <laughs> because he really oh, ah, oh, he was so positive throughout the entire thing. He didn't make it about him. He was just like, oh well, you know, if I'm gonna be uncomfortable, it's nice to be doing it with you. Mm. Uh, so then uh, afterwards, they have one of their like weird romantic dinners in a remote uh, location. Uh-huh. Typically where someone would go to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this was a wonderful, lovely conversation. Oh, my God. I, it, they were both so amazing about this. Like, I feel like usually these moments of like, be more vulnerable with me. feel like so forced. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of the very few times that they addressed the age difference. Like in, uh, again, in the franchise, again, like, like Rachel is so real about that. Stuff. She did it so with Nick too. And she was like, Hey, so I'm black. Like, what's this going to be like? Yes. Yeah. She was very upfront about it. She was it. so upfront. This is like, they very rarely talk about age and like, mm-hmm. and, and she wasn't like this. She wasn't like uh 25, like hasn't lived or whatever. She's like, no. I just want to hear. And like, they both just handled it so well. He was clear, like he was so, it was so beautiful. He was so emotional. What he talked about, he did such a great job. Like he was so poised about the whole thing. And she it does seem a lot more mature than I anticipated. Yes. Him being. And like she, well, and now clearly we know why. And like, mm-hmm. she was so great. And I, you know, I know we saw in her ITM, like she's like, I didn't want to cry in front of him. And I don't think it would have been bad for her to, but she just handled it so well. And there was so much 
empathy and it, uh, it was just like this amazing moment I feel so lucky to have witnessed and I cried yeah, well, I and cried often like those moments about like and it felt like this when fucking Lee did it. I hate him and he was like oh so you know it's kind of sad my grandpa had cancer it's like they always do this thing where it's like oh I have I've had a sad thing happen to me so let me tell you about it so you'll feel bad for me it didn't feel like that at all no, it no. really felt so honest and like he wasn't trying to manipulate the situation at all and probably wouldn't even have necessarily talked about it she kind of coaxed it out of him and what a very sad story and you and he is so positive and like sweet and giddy and like childlike in a lot of ways mm-hmm. it really uh revealed a layer of him that i you it explains a lot I also liked that he wasn't trying like you could tell that it was the first time that he told the story because yes. he wasn't trying to put a lot of bells or whistles on it. He wasn't no. like building it up for dramatic effect. Like it was very like, oh, I found this book and I was like, oh, what's this about? It wasn't a rehearsed story. It was not a rehearsed story at all. And it was just like there are people in this family that were bad communicators and that's what families are and mm-hmm. things are complicated and they're hard. And uh, I just really respected him. It just felt like a very truly real moment in the the moment felt very intimate. Like I, like I sort of forgot where I was for a second when he was telling the story. Um, I don't know. He really, I love he him really so turned much. a page for me. He's me so sweet. He's so sweet. Again, amazing in a floral print. Like, we I just mean, he is him. honestly too, just like <laughs> so adorable. What so. an adorable little man. I mean, yeah. but also tall, right? Very, He's very tall. tall. He looks short in my head, yeah. but he's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. He is a contestant. I am so excited to just like follow his future. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing. I do not think he'll win. I'm going to say that now. I do not think he'll win. I do think the age is a I think he will get problem. to the final four. I hope he does. What's that hometown going to be? I don't know. Maybe not. Fi- I think he'll get very close to the end. I, I do think not he'll think he'll win. He'll at least be six. I think he'll make yeah, it pretty Yeah, I do not think out. he'll win. So I am also excited to see his journey. I'm I'm going to go ahead and put my money right now on, I think Peter will win and I want him to. Uh, I, I, I think Peter wins too. She is so like head over heels. Understandably giddy. so. Like, Alex has a little theory about Peter though. <gasps> I am a little worried about Peter. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, because like I see him and I like, I mean, talk about weak in the knees. I oh, mean, my God. I just he is just such a dream about salt and pepper hair. Are you uh, kidding? Me? I love a gray hair on a guy. Oh, my God. I Anderson Cooper is my number one crush. <laughs> <laughs> and that's bad for me. Uh, but I when I watch Peter, I'm just like, you are just so perfect. I love the gap, too. What oh. I am worried about is I. I don't necessarily feel this way now just because I've watched her relationship Mm -hmm. progress with other men since then. Mm. But I was worried at the time that she was a little bit more into it than he was. You know what? I felt that on their first date. On their first date. I felt that way too. So we will see how it progresses. And I don't, I feel like the power dynamics have sort of shifted because she's been on a lot of one-on-one dates since then. Um, and Peter still isn't necessarily a standout. Like, he's not a standout guy mm-hmm. in these group dates. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it progresses. This but it's a, it's a it's a little insecurity that I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that it's totally fair. The best, the best part about being the Bachelorette is, like, 
when that happens and like you're like you're a little more into this guy than he is into you like you still win like <laughs> if you true. if you pick him like you pick him and he's not gonna turn you down like he has to say yes and then if Ooh. you don't pick him it's like you know what I didn't like you that much either and it's like it's just oh I have a lot sweet. of opinions about the way roses are accepted too uh <laughs> I don't like embellishment in your acceptance of the rose. Oh, we are we are avid protesters. It, unless you're Jack Stone and you're just like so excited oh, to hear I your mean, name spoken out loud. He's, yeah, <laughs> right. Like Bryce being like with honor. I'm like, get out of here, Bryce. I, for real. I, who who is the one who this rose rose ceremony said each and every time? I was like, oh, oh, Willie G. Willie G. Who I actually I do oh. like Willie G. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of like, gross. come on, dude, just say yes. Uh, okay, so they do the dance, they do the thing where they're like, I have another surprise, and we're gonna go to this country concert. Russell and, uh, my person, someone we've never heard, nobody of. ever, someone has. We never heard of. But you guys, okay, normally my brain goes to sleep during these moments, or I fast forward, <laughs> but this song was so good, I cried during the song, and maybe it was because <laughs> like how emotional I felt after the, the yeah, Dean story. It was a, big, it was a good like, date. Wait, I looked him up on iTunes, I want to. I like you look like an accountant, but I love you. I downloaded Is he his music. What's he, his deal? He, I think that he's like um he's famous, like not famous. He's I, he's like up and coming in Nashville, but okay. he, I don't think that he has any top forty radio uh, hits. Right. This song was amazing and this is like the first time this week I was at in the last two weeks really I was actually like so pleased with ABC to like give this amazing artist a voice <laughs> it's true it is better if it's yeah. like someone that you maybe haven't heard of and he gets you on this huge TV show that's kind of nice yeah. yeah I mean it actually worked this time uh, he, I thought it was like a little weird when he was like pointing at them while they were camping but uh, <laughs> he seemed really excited to be I, a part of the Bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> look at this cute couple right. he kept like he was, yeah, he was really into it. Oh, I have one more observation about Dean before we move on. Please. Um, again, I'm in love with him. He's like, amazing. I want, I want to, I want his marriage oh, to happen. I want. He is so adorable. Children. I'm just thinking well, about. I'm just like I just pictured him smiling, and it was the cutest. Right. I like literally getting like a little bit giddy talking about him. His kissing with Rachel. Does something about it feel flat to you visually, not sexually? <laughs> just like like flat. Like it just feels like very flat. Um, like their faces just sort of smash up together in the most like linear way. He bit her lip. Possible. I saw that happen. I, I was just gonna say I felt the opposite. I like said out loud. I was like, he bit her. <laughs> Not- I did feel like ugh, way better than Brian's like so oh crazy Brian. like eating her face kissing. I do not mean in a passion way. I mean. Just like very aesthetically flat. Their faces are both sort of so beautiful and symmetrical that they kind of just smash together (laughs) in a very symmetrical way. Is it like linear? Like Like two lines, like vertical, two vertical vertical lines. And it's just, I just like see flat lines when they make out. I did not observe that, but I will never get it out of my head <laughs> i will rewatch for that moment. um okay so then we move on to this group date oh my god what the announcement of the group date yeah well what josiah and jack stone did well oh, it was ve- i was so excited i wrote <laughs> i wrote down i was it was so sweet how happy they all were for jack stone <laughs> they were so happy for they him. were so happy for him it was so adorable also i thought it was very funny that the 
they do this always when they announce group date cards where they're like, Bryce. Yeah, it's so long. Patrick. And this was their names the are. longest it ever was. It took a long time. And Peter think- pointed to himself when he said Peter, which I thought was very funny. Peter. I also think that <laughs> like, he. like, we know, dude. I also think he was like very like, oh, dang it. Peter like yeah. which is crazy because you literally just had a one-on-one <laughs> you're not gonna get another one dude come on now um yeah so they have this girl everyone's so pumped like Josiah's like I love Hilton Head <laughs> like, oh my god this, <laughs> wait this how many times did so they say fun. a oh, ton so fun so fun Great date. They oh, being on a boat. They loved it. He loved Hilton Head. Hilton Head was the sponsor of this uh, episode. <laughs> they are the sponsor of our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Everybody, love you, take Hilton a trip Head. to gorgeous Hilton Head whenever <laughs> you, you can. One more observation. This is like the best announcements ever. When Jonathan got heard his name that he was going to be on the group date, he like sort of like shook his head like, "This is my fate." <laughs> like, oh my god, I, I'm never going to have my one on one. I know. What I've I really am. come around on him as well. He, I think, is a true sweetheart, uh, and I just want the best for him. And he's, I know. he's a doctor. I need to know what kind of doctor he is. I really want to know. Hmm. Tweet at him. They answer very quickly. I think he's like, um, I don't know if this is the technical term. I think he's like a general practitioner. That's like a technical term, I think. Like, he's who you go to, like, to get your physicals each year. Really? I, yeah. That's, I, that's what I, I, I'm pretty sure I read. Um, okay. Mm. So we move on to this group date that is both like looks like the funnest. The first half was like the funnest best time. So fun. the second half was like the most boring. It, the everyone half, got, I really I like kept sighing out loud. And yes. I, my husband was in the other room. He had me like, what? And I was like, oh, I just this <laughs> I just like couldn't. It was I think what happened is like, yeah, they came off this high of like this awesome like yacht. Everyone's oh rapping. So fun. They did like a, like it, they basically did like a talent show. They were like, yes. what can you do? What can you do? What can you and do? And everyone so like loved each fun. other. Dance circle. They were up. pumped for the tickler. They were like, go tickler. <laughs> go oh my God. It was so it cute was so and great. And then I think it was, it looked like it was very hot out. And like, as, as we know from like, have living in the Carolinas for a bit, it's very humid Ooh, there. It's, yeah. So it's, it's like, it's very, very, yeah. Being I think it was sun, very drinking. hot. Yes. Ooh, very hot, tired. very humid. They did this in like, probably like the peak afternoon hours, the spelling bee. And I think everyone was hung over. Like you could just see Rachel was so bored. In Nobody the wanted to be there. Bit. Nobody. Everyone was Except like for Chris anxious. <laughs> Chris Harrison. Uh, Guys, Chris Harrison planned this fucking date. This oh is my God. Chris Harrison. He's like, I know what I can do. Host a fun, family-friendly spelling bee. Oh Although it wasn't family-friendly because all of the words were we- weirdly sexual. They were. To the point where, like, these middle school judges had to put headphones on because they couldn't hear the words. They put headphones on during coitus. They should have put headphones on during squirt. That yeah. was the first word, and it made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was awful. They, they were they were also clearly hungover. Rachel was so bored. No also, one wanted like, to be there. Josiah and, got stunning. That's like they, some of the words were like. Come yeah, on now. I know it was, it was rigged. It was here rigged. Is, here is my thing about Josiah, and like I like yes, everyone's like hungover. They're tired. They're hot. Whatever. Josiah was the only person who had like any fun with this. Like I, I get he was like whatever acting a little cocky, but I was like, 
he's the only person that brought any energy to this and was like, guys, we have to be here. So like, let's have some fun. He knows that like, I think it was Iggy that was like, he doesn't usually talk like that. Obviously not. Like he was like exaggerating. He was having some fun. He's the only person that made that whole like whatever two hours, I assume, enjoyable. Probably more than that. Uh, yeah, we don't even need to talk about it because it was so boring. The only thing that I wanted to say was <laughs> as gorgeous and as ugh, weak in the knees and as genuine and funny and sweet as Peter is. He spelled coitus. Uh, Q, right? Yeah, he spelled it Q-U-I-C-U-I. So a coworker of mine, <laughs> after the... <laughs> <laughs> After the wonderful one-on-one date when in which I fell in love with Peter, mm-hmm. she did some research about him because okay. he's also from Wisconsin. She was like, I don't know what his deal is. He his business is his business owner. Yes. He owns up uh, like a personal training business. And it's but it's like more than that. It's something like it's for like people who've had I don't know. There's something like sweet about it. And now I can't remember what it is. But it made me like him a lot more. Um but he is not like maybe necessarily the most intellectual person. But that's fine. If he's emotionally fine. intelligent. He's emo- and like the thing is, a lot of smart people can't spell. I, I don't think I I don't, I don't think care. it's a measure of intelligence it's at all. Not. But I did think that was hysterical. It was very funny. There were a couple <laughs> crazy misspellings in Facade. this episode. Facade. P-H. Really overthought that one. Really overthought it. Again, they were all like, they had all just been drinking on this boat. And I mean, I think it was Will who, again, like so forgettable, said he was like, we're being judged by these like 12 year old girls. Like that must really suck. It sounded really truly awful. I I really felt for them in that moment. Bad, 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 Um, bad. Okay, so then we go on to the like after like the cocktail party after the group date. Uh, oh, can I just point out? Have you guys noticed this episode? Kenny smirked. He did like the little like Jim Halpert sideways smile so many times in this episode. Oh, mainly when it came to Lee. Oh yeah, it was. But there was like a Lee. lot of like direct to camera like sideways smirk. Right, it wasn't happening. even him having the moment to himself. It was him being like. You guys, you seeing y'all this see bullshit? this? This is bad. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. It was so scary and mm. hilarious and awesome. I mean, Lee deserved. All oh, the I can't wait. Yeah, I he can't wait for him to get his. It, I, I. It's so exciting. It better happen. I mean, it was pretty much like all centered around him. Um, just like being awful, him and Iggy, just like. Mm. Ugh. Um, I would like to point out a little fun thing of why I think like Rachel. <laughs> just like oh she's just so awesome but she was also a little tipsy and she's like I forget who she was talking to in this interview but she was like you know like I'm kind of like a chill person like cleaning is like very zen for me it's how I relax I mean do I work out yeah I work out (laughs) Uh, I was like that is such a first date thing to say like well um I went to the gym in the morning and then I went to the gym afterwards <laughs> and I cleaned in the middle because I'm perfect yeah, yeah. I mean am I a perfect 10 absolutely <laughs> um okay all right so at this point uh Iggy's just like wow like there's nothing distinguishable about me so you know what I need to I need to make myself known i need her to pay attention to me Mm. so he says um you know i know there's a lot of drama in the house and i don't want to necessarily be a part of any of it but there are some people in this house that are a little disingenuous so who does he go after 
the actual person who had fun at this group date. Yeah. Yeah. The only person who like, yes, like I said, made the experience at all enjoyable. And like the guys love him. He's like a little like I think he has like a big personality. Absolutely. But they, he's cocky, like, but whatever. Like, they love him. I don't like he's. Yes, he's cocky, but like not at anyone else's expense. Right. He's just there for himself. We love Josiah. We love him. And been through some hard times. Yeah. I know his story. I mean, a story will win you over, but it really does speak to who a person is. Like what they're able to go through and how and what avenue, what lane that they pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Josiah even said he was so angry and he was so upset and he didn't know how to process any of it. So he turned to, I think, did he? Join a gang. He was like robbing. He like got arrested at he a, got arrested. a fairly young age, and that's what made him right. decide to become years a lawyer. Old, he stole at twelve years old, and then the judge had like, you know, they saw the good in him. Also, and he props was like, to that judge. Um, uh, I know a real mo- a real opportunity to like change someone's life, and and he did it. Yes, and like that is why we put people like those are the types of people who should be in law enforcement. Yes, <laughs> um, are those kinds of. Yeah, mm-hmm. respectable people. So he goes after Josiah just because he feels threatened by him. Mm-hmm. And so then it puts Rachel in this position where she has to. Well, actually, that didn't end up getting confronted because she ended up needing to talk to Kenny about Lee. <sighs> right. Like there's definitely a lot more to this group date that uh, we will catch next week. That sure. was the most dramatic to be continued text they've ever done. <laughs> it like faded up and it had like a black outline. <laughs> It was like a horror film in front of this like old house in South Carolina. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, the one thing before I'm sorry, I'm skipping around thoughts. But um, the funny thing that Iggy said, he's like, he's the lamest or the funny thing that Josiah said was Iggy's the lamest guy in the house. And he's like, I'm not (laughs) even being funny. I'm being true. And then he's like, he shoots steroids into his nuts, guys. Yeah, they like very quickly were like, he told us he does steroids. And then like move past it. And move past it. I wrote it in like huge block letters. I was like, Josiah, I can't step up steroids. But you look at his Instagram. He was like, he told us. Denise, like there was something that I was like, it's not even like he said it. He does yeah, steroids. Like, like he admitted it to us. He's super open about it. I know. Which again, says so much about this guy's insecurities. Oh my God. I know. He's a beefy dude. Like, well, and he carries it insecure. He doesn't, he's, he, he, he carries it insecurely. Yeah. Like he doesn't necessarily feel like comfortable in his own What's body. What's his job? He is a yeah. Like a mm. CEO, um, I Whoa. think of uh, I think it's like um, kind of like a staffing startup type deal. Like it's like in staffing, uh, which is like a, actually kind of a great place to be right now. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I, I do think it's probably I. It, it looked like it was like a smaller company. So I think that he's like this big fish in a small pond sure. in his uh, work environment. And mm-hmm. like he needs to be that needs because like he big. needs. Yes, he needs his ego fed. Yeah. Uh, OK, so now we'll bounce back because I just needed to talk about the nuts thing. Obviously, no, I, I, I needed, needed to talk about it. It was so important. Um, But uh, so Kenny is. Lee talks to Rachel about Kenny and kind of puts Kenny in a position where he needs to be on the defense. He calls Kenny aggressive. Um, He explains technically everything that Lee says in his stories are true, but they're framed in a way Mm. um, that are very sinister and paint the other person in Mm -hmm. like 
a whole, in the worst version of themselves light. Yeah, he's very manipulative. So this, the actual facts are true, but the... In, you guys know what I'm trying to say, like the nuance behind yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Is, it's like a little... It's twisted. Mm-hmm. It's twisted. Um, so he puts Kenny in a position where Kenny spends his entire time defending himself to Rachel, trying to persuade her into not believing that he's this aggressive, evil animal also, of a person. Also, there's just like such a, um, such a lot of layers behind like calling a black man aggressive and dangerous. It's and yeah. I think that uh really it looks upsetting. like they like approach Kenny some someone approaches Kenny I'm sorry, not Kenny. Lee about this next week I and think like so. the, like the issues with saying that. And and Eric in the episode before kind of saw that where he was confronting Lee about like are you like scared of me? Like what is ha- cuz yeah. there it like it's, it's so crazy it's really like knowing what we know right, and sure. watching this now cuz it's like oh this is so obvious and uh, yeah I mean we said it before I think Rachel's smart I don't I I, I think don't, she, I, I don't think right she buys it at all yeah. I think she's being kind of forced to go along with this for a time by the show but I I don't think she's into Lee at all I think she sees right through it yeah I hope so I just thought her conversation with Kenny was so was a bummer it was a real bummer because she did her lawyer thing again luckily Kenny is a genuine person so he had an answer it was like she was trying to meet him at all sides like well then why would you say, uh, like, did you apologize? Well, if you apologize, then why would he say, why would he bring this up to me in the first place? Shit. Like, and he's like, well, because Lee doesn't necessarily tell the truth. So Kenny had, because Kenny was telling the truth, Kenny had an answer for everything that Rachel said. Yeah. But he's like, I can read body language. And I just sort of got the feeling like. He ain't going to win. We know it. was in Kenny or Lee. Kenny. Uh, sigh. I yeah. it's true, but I I really like him, but I just I, don't think it's gonna happen. I do too. I know. Also, Lee has okay. Uh, obviously, he's all the horrible things that we've said about him. But is he doing like a bad Mac- Matthew McConaughey impression? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I truly think he's, he's playing a part. Like a character. I think he is playing a part right now, it's, and it's in. Well, did you hear? I so I heard he said that he was recruited for this show. He says he did not apply. They found him. And if that is the case, then he probably wants nothing. Like, not, you know, for the right mm-hmm. reasons. Like, But, like, is truly here to be a villain uh, and to see what kind of drama happens. And I think he's just yeah. being the bad guy as well as he can. And, like, villains make it far, not necessarily in your season, but, like, within them. the franchise. It's the insane. show supports the villains always. Yeah. That's true, but the stakes are higher here because oh, we're talking. We're talking in true actual. We're talking about a, of a like a nationwide epidemic yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, it, absolutely. I think that or God, confusing Kenny and Leah. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a lot of rosé. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like yes. I think that Lee knows that like villains like are supported and like kind of mm-hmm. make it far. This I is think how this Lee, is my in. Lee is far too dumb garbage disgusting to realize that like like no no one's going to support you here you look like a fool like everyone hates you I really want to see him torn apart I just I want that I want and not not even the guys I just want Rachel to rip him to shreds and I think it's gonna happen I think it will too so excited for it 
I really hope so. I mean, flash forward into the future because that's where the episode ends. We know that Rachel has perspective on Lee because of what she tweeted to Leah. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's just hope that we can like Tarantino this moment and go yes. back next next week <laughs> to this moment where we can see that moment because yeah. we know how she can tear a guy apart. Ooh, she's and, so yeah. good. And I want to see it happen to the um, guy who actually deserves it. Did you guys catch this moment too on the group date? I can't remember who initially said it, but they basically said she's so beautiful. It's easy to forget. She's a successful lawyer. I didn't catch that, which is so it depressing on my was end. insane. They were like, man, her dress. She looks so good in that dress. Oh, man, she's beautiful. It's easy to forget. She's a successful lawyer. I know. It's like. I know oh, it's it's guys. Yeah. I know you're trying to be complimentary. I get the point of that. But like the more complimentary they on. are, the the worse they're sounding. Ooh, woof. Um, OK, so Emily, who oh, yes. was your MVP and your LVP of this episode? Okay. Um, I mean, easy. I feel like we've really I mean, <laughs> MVP Dean. Dean, Dean, <laughs> Dean. I can't believe it. I'm fully like, I love him. I love mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and LVP is uh, fucking icky, man. Yeah. Because I, I I know that I know that Lee's a villain. I know he's a racist. Right. We person. all know. <laughs> and like I was expecting that coming into this episode. We know we're going to see it next week. Iggy was the one who really like decided to make himself awful in this episode. And uh, I want I want no part of it. Yeah. Um, Alex. Uh, it's such an obvious week because I feel like it was so, so polarizing. They designed this episode to be polarizing. Yeah. Uh, Dean, maybe with a like a, a with a Josiah wing. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, did I, I said Dean, right? Yeah. You said Dean. okay. <laughs> so much rosé. So much rosé. And then yeah, uh, we really did it. Yeah, I do. F- for the purpose of this very episode, I'm going to say Iggy. But it's Lee is playing a long game of evil. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think truly, truly, I don't think he's evil. I just think he's no. like insecure and, Very insecure. and like uh, easily. He's impressionable. Yes, impressionable. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee is a truly evil human being. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe it's an Iggy with a Lee wing or a Lee yeah. with an Iggy wing. I, they, they need each other. Well, Lee needs Iggy. Yeah. Any villain needs a sidekick. It's true because somebody like they need to keep their hands clean and that's mm-hmm. what he's trying to do right now. Um, so I guess the two of them, you wouldn't necessarily think of them as sidekicks. But when you like look at the facts, it's like, yes, Iggy is the one playing out all of this drama or activating it. Yeah. Um, my MVP is Diggy. Aww. Diggy with a D. Yeah, he was sweet. <laughs> my really LVP is Chris Harrison of this episode. <laughs> Did you catch his crazy tan? He has a man ever been so tan? I, I hate him. That's like I can I I hate Chris Harrison. Sarah, Sarah. He, okay, here's the thing. You okay? And I will let you talk, but this I just want to say something. He is the reason for the season. Like he <laughs> is why he is why this exists in the front. It's first his place. whole life. It really is. And like, he's the person who set this all in motion and he's the one who's been ada- able you to catch adapt. Off and he calls uh, Rachel Rach. Rachel. <laughs> he calls her Rach. A I, lot. I think he's struggling to stay relevant right now, but we can't disrespect what he's done for the show. Okay. Yes. I 100% understand your point. This like, 
Yes, I get it. The reason for past seasons, maybe not this season. Uh, from what I know about Chris Harrison in like his personal life, like he's, I, I'm, I don't, I, I don't like him. Yeah, I don't think he's a he great guy. He hooks up with past guy. contestants. Of he does. Like this is his like, what is, okay, but the bachelor or the bachelorette also hooks up with multiple contestants. Yes, but you are on this show to do so where Chris Harrison is supposed to be like your mentor through this whole thing. And that like, to me is his like, like, I mean, I think ultimately like he's kind end. of a lonely uh, 40-something divorcee. I think he should just quit. Well, I wish he would have quit while he was ahead, but he's not. No, no, he, he passed that. He needs, he needs to retire from the Bachelor franchise, and he needs to give it to a past contestant who is like just <gasps> as... Nick! Nick! Nick, oh, Nick, Nick should, Nick should be, host The Bachelor. Nick should be the next Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison's time is is up and he needs to know when to gracefully bow out, which he has not because right now he just looks sad and like, it's hard to want you guys, Nick for bachelor. You host. know, I love the shit out of Nick. The guy can't talk of his way out of a paper bag. Oh no, you can't he have is a very Mr. Mumbler. <laughs> like very I will feel awkward. uncomfortable the entire time. And then also okay. I'm just sort of curious. Are we equating like the Chris Harrison mentor thing with hooking up with the contestants as like a teacher, maybe hooking up with students? Yes, I am. <laughs> the guys, that's like he he makes you like that's like his whole thing. Rachel, I think, just wants him to go away. Every time she, he speaks to her, she's like, I'm like, I'm so annoyed. And like, yes, he just like, oh, <laughs> he I honestly yeah. I've been mad at him like since Caitlyn's season. Like I've been like angry with him because I do. I feel like he's like try, he's like, I'm your mentor. I'm talking talking like through this whole thing. And like, yes, I think that that was a good analogy, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> um, the thing about Nick not being able to talk himself out of was it, a paper bag. The thing about the bachelor host is they tell you what to say seconds before you go on. He would be fine. He, might be he fine. would be such a good. He I mean, he would be home. awkward, but that would, might be great television in and of itself. He hates, he hates drama. He'd be like, I don't know, you guys figure it out. <laughs> but that's, that's I would love great. it. I would love it. That is so <laughs> great. And he is, he is like the, he, Nick is the Voice face of the, of the franchise. He really he, is. He really, really is. Okay. I didn't think I'd get into all this Chris Harrison stuff this yeah. week. But I just want to so say, I apologize. the ending of this episode with like the Game of Thrones moment between, yeah. that was beautiful. That was, <laughs> that was so, so wonderful good. and so adorable. I loved it. I could watch a whole, this is this is sort of why I'm excited for Bachelor in Paradise because I could watch that kind of antics. That is the best stuff. And I forever. feel like they would be so well served to put that more into the show because it is so fun. It they totally always works. save it for the last like 30 seconds. And you're like, hey, I want to see this full conversation. Yeah, I want more. Um, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. This was such thank a blast. Thank you so much. Such a treat having you. Oh my God, it, <laughs> the pleasure was all mine. Is there anything that you want to plug? Oh gosh. Um, yeah, I guess if you want to come see Fresh Hell's next show on July 10th, it's a Monday, 10.30 used to be sunset. And check out the dragons uh, whenever you can on Herald Night. Yay, you guys, both teams are so hysterical. I've seen them multiple times and they're awesome. Um, thank you so much. Uh, any final words, sis? Um, just, Diggy, we miss you, but we know that you're on to bigger and better things. Yeah, one door closes and another one opens. Uh, may the roses be with you. Also, Vanessa, come on the pod. <laughs> 
Sarah's been trolling you ever since that day. <laughs> uh, honestly, since I like followed her into that CBS, I've like looked a little bit nicer at work just in case I run into her. Sure, you never know. Because like never she know. might be like, you and I'll be like yeah <laughs> she might be she might be she might be I'm not she gonna take be. that away from her I don't know her Vanessa come on we love you um okay bye guys bye thank you so much for joining us on this journey remember to rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and we'll be back next week What's a creative podcast now?